This recording begins with a reading of the Gospel of the Day. That will be followed by the homily from Father Paul O'Brien. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus proposed another parable to the crowds, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a man who sowed good seed in his field. While everyone was asleep, his enemy came and sowed weeds all through the wheat and then went off. When the crop grew and bore fruit, the weeds appeared as well. The slaves of the householder came to him and said, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where have all the weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. His slaves said to him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? He replied, No. If you pull up the weeds, you might uproot the wheat along with them. Let them grow together until harvest. Then, at harvest time, I will say to the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles for burning, but gather the wheat into my barn. He proposed another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that a person took and sowed in a field. It is the smallest of all the seeds, yet when full grown, it is the largest of plants. It becomes a large bush, and the birds of the sky come and dwell in its branches." He spoke to them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed with three measures of wheat flour until the whole batch was leavened. All these things Jesus spoke to the crowds in parables. He spoke to them only in parables to fulfill what had been said through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will announce what has lain hidden from the foundation of the world. Then dismissing the crowds, he went into the house. His disciples approached him and said, explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He said in reply, he who sows good seed is the son of man, the field is the world, and the good seed the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. Just as weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so will it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send his angels and they will collect out of his kingdom all who cause others to sin and all evildoers. They will throw them into the fiery furnace where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Whoever has ears ought to hear. The Gospel of the Lord. Today's reading from the 13th chapter of Matthew picks up where we left off last Sunday. This passage is part of a series of parables that were most likely originally taught by Jesus at separate times, not all together. To remind you, this is a section of the Gospel of Matthew, chapters 11 to 13 in which Matthew emphasizes the rejection of Jesus by many people who have been given the opportunity to encounter and to listen to Jesus. I would say that much of what Jesus teaches entirely clearly in today's passage is in our time and place rejected by many people who have the opportunity to encounter and hear his words today. So one way to reflect on this reading in the week ahead is to listen directly to what Jesus says and do a reality check. Do you believe these teachings? If you do believe them, they should directly affect the way you understand the world and the way you act in this world. They should make you very different 
from the many people who do not believe these truths. If you do believe these teachings, and if you care about the world around you, you hopefully will also have some insights into the teachings of Jesus that you are meant to share with other people. In today's passage, Jesus tells the parable of the weeds among the wheat. The kingdom of heaven, he says, may be likened to a farmer who sows good seed in his field. While everyone is asleep, the farmer's enemy comes and sows weeds all through the wheat. The Greek word for weed in this passage refers to a noxious plant that in its early stages closely resembles wheat. It cannot be easily distinguished from wheat until fruit appears. When the wheat crop grows and bears fruit, the weeds appear as well. The slaves of the farmer see this, and they ask the farmer from where the seeds have come. The farmer explains that his enemy has planted the weeds among the wheat. The slaves then ask a reasonable question, do you want us to go and pull them up? The farmer responds, no. If you pull up the weeds, you might uproot the wheat as well. Let them grow together until harvest. Then I will have my harvesters collect the weeds and tie them in bundles for burning, and I will have my harvesters gather the wheat into my barn. What does all of this mean? Fortunately, we know the basic answer to what this means because this is one of the parables for which Jesus directly explains the meaning. Jesus explains that in the parable, the farmer who sows the seed is the son of man, which I know you know is the title Jesus uses exclusively for himself. The farmer in the parable is Jesus, 2,000 years ago, today, and until the end of earthly time. Jesus explains that the field in which the seed is sown is the world, 2,000 years ago, today, and until the end of earthly time. Jesus explains that the good seed are the children of the kingdom of heaven, which means people who hear the word of Jesus, allow it to enter deeply into themselves, come to comprehend the word of Jesus, and put the word of Jesus into active practice in their lives. These are authentic disciples of Jesus. These authentic disciples of Jesus bear much fruit, which we know from the scripture represents concrete deeds of love, truth, and justice. Jesus explains that the enemy who sows the weeds among the wheat is the devil. That's right, the devil. In the parable, the enemy sows seeds all through the wheat. The devil is at work all over this world, all around people who are living good and holy lives. This, I think, is one of the clear teachings of Jesus that many people, including some who describe themselves as Christian, reject. Jesus teaches here and throughout his ministry that the devil is entirely real. The devil is the great enemy of God and everyone who lives in God. The devil constantly tries to lead us away from the truth and into evil to convince us that what's right is wrong and what's wrong is right. The devil is at work all over the place. If you accept this truth, 
there's a very important perspective through which you look at the world and yourself as a result. To ignore or deny this truth is a very dangerous error. It leaves the world with many naive, foolish, and unguarded souls with whom the devil plays. Jesus explains that in the parable, the weeds are the children of the devil. These are people who freely choose to live evil lives. Jesus teaches that the children of the devil, like the weeds, are everywhere in this world. Not nearly everyone believes this. Again, this is very dangerous. When we don't recognize evil for what it is, and don't recognize the fact that people choose to live evil lives, we are much less likely to respond to these realities and these people as God would have us respond. Jesus explains that in the parable, the harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. Jesus states directly that at the end of time, God's angels will collect out of the kingdom of heaven all who cause others to sin and all evildoers. There will be eternal consequences for all who choose to live evil lives. They will go to hell, which is eternal life apart from God and everyone who's with God in heaven. At the end of time, God's angels will also gather all who have chosen to live holy lives. They will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. They'll be rewarded with eternal life in heaven with God and all the people who are with God in heaven. So in the end, there will be eternal consequences for how people choose to live their lives. There will be a complete resolution of all evil, all injustice. Evil will be forever defeated and goodness will be eternally triumphant. In the parable, the slaves question about whether the farmer wants them to pull up the weeds from among the wheat should be of interest to anyone who is an authentic disciple of Jesus. When Jesus' disciples, meaning today, recognize evildoers, should they try to somehow eliminate them? Following the parable, Jesus directly answers, answers that question, no. If Jesus' disciples tried to somehow eliminate all evildoers from this world, they might risk harming people who are living good and holy lives. I cannot imagine how it would be possible to eliminate all evildoers from this world without involving actions that violate the love of God as revealed by Jesus, which would very much harm people who are living good and holy lives. Jesus teaches his disciples that they need to coexist patiently with evildoers and trust completely in the promise of God's final judgment and eternal justice. Does that mean that Christians are supposed to sit back and complacently allow evil people to run rampant in this world? Absolutely not. This one parable needs to be read in the context of all of Jesus' teaching that's offered to us through the scripture, through the teaching of the church. Jesus lives his life on this earth constantly taking action against evil. We are called to imitate Jesus in all ways, which means we need to constantly take action against evil. 
Authentic Christians are called to recognize evil in this world with the vision that's given to us by the Holy Spirit. We're called to be highly attuned to the reality of the devil and the evil choices that people make, starting with ourselves, to follow the devil. Based on the teaching of Christ, we're called to recognize, identify, speak out against, and fight evil in this world. When we do this, we help build the kingdom of God. It's quite interesting that Matthew sandwiches in here the parables of the mustard seed and the yeast. Like the tiny mustard seed that grows into a large plant or the tiny yeast that leavens a whole batch of bread, every action we take to work against evil can bring remarkably great results for God. I think the fundamental reason why Jesus teaches his disciples not to try to somehow eliminate evildoers from the world, the reason why Jesus instructs us to patiently coexist if we are his disciples with evildoers, is because this is how God relates to evildoers. God loves evildoers. God hates evil. God holds us accountable for the evil we choose to do, including even ultimately confirming our free choices to live evil lives by separating us from God eternally. However, while they're on this planet, God still loves evildoers. God wants all evildoers to change, to convert, to turn away from sin and embrace his way of love. This is where we need to remember, I think, an important point about parables. They're stories Jesus gives us that reveal important truths, but they don't literally define every dimension of reality. Meaning here, people are not literally like seeds of wheat and weed, beginning life either as good or evil and ending up living either holy or evil lives. People are not somehow predestined to be righteous for all of their lives or evildoers for all of their lives. We are good, holy, righteous. We are bad, sinful, evil-doing, or often a mix of both because of the free choices we make of how we live our lives. A person who chooses to live an evil life can choose to live a holy life whenever he or she wants. God wants evildoers to choose to become holy. Jesus gives his entire life to offer us the power to do this, the power to be saved. The smallest choice to turn away from living an evil life and to live a holy life can have superabundant results, eternal results. Insofar as you and I are currently evildoers, this passage is very good news. It's an invitation to reform. Whoever has ears ought to hear. You have been listening to Father Paul O'Brien, pastor of St. Patrick Parish in Lawrence, Massachusetts. For more information about the parish and to get involved, please go to stpatrickparish.com or follow us on social media. Thank you for listening.